Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, Why is it so challenging to receive? Hello and thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate that you are here. Before I go into today's topic, I want to mention that as I was creating this episode, I realized that there was so much information that I want to share with you that it was best if I break down my insights into four different episodes. So in today's episode, I'm going to share why it's so challenging to receive. Next week, I will reveal the story that helped me tap into these insights. I believe today's topic, why it's so challenging to receive, is appropriate to acknowledge all nurturers out there because this group tends to pride themselves in giving and find it challenging to receive. There are so many deserving souls who will brush aside even the slightest compliment. And my aim in sharing this information is to help you see the benefits when giving and receiving are equally balanced in your life. What I will be sharing with you is based on many years of observations and reflections mixed with three laws of nature. One, you will reap what you sow. Two, that you want it or not, everything is constantly changing. And therefore, the only thing that you can truly control is your thoughts. Number three, what you focus on expands. To make sure that we are on the same page, I want to define what receiving means to me. Receiving means the ability to accept what is given to you with open arms and sincerely feel lucky about what you just received. Now I know you most likely will say, what the heck is wrong with you? Who on earth wants to receive bad news or something painful? and be happy about it. Well, the truth is that within anything you receive, there is an opportunity to learn something. And this is the focus of my story today. Remember, we are born receivers as it's the only way we can survive. Baby will cry until they receive the care they need. But then we grow up and we start copying other people's behaviors. Or we are told that we need to follow certain rules. Eventually, some of us will become disconnected from the concept of receiving, and we turn ourselves into compulsive givers until we exhaust ourselves. Challenge number one, as I said earlier, you reap what you sow, which means you get what you put out there. Many people don't know what they want of life, so it becomes a habit to dwell on the things they don't want. Over time, this habit becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where what you believe will happen or expect to happen will influence your feelings and behavior in a manner that increases the likelihood of getting what you don't want. The only way to receive positive things or good news is to be willing 
to look within and self-reflect on what is going on in your life without putting any negative emotion or judgment into it. Remember that your body is programmed to keep you alive, not necessarily happy, but alive. If what you are receiving brings too much pain, see it as a message from Mother Nature where she's gently suggesting you reconsider the choices you made in the past. Usually, it doesn't start with a big bang. There are many years of subtle signs, for instance, lots of stress and anxiety. If not addressed, it may lead to higher blood pressure and later on maybe a stroke, cancer, or heart-related disease. The challenge number two as to why we struggle in receiving is fear of change. Many like to play safe and therefore we don't want to change our surroundings, even if it brings us pain, sadness, or sorrow. An example here would be someone who stays in an abusive relationship. For that person, the fear of being alone out there may be more worrisome than the partner's tyranny. Challenge number three, we want to be in charge or in control. When we fear change, we also want to control everything around us. Since the only thing you can control are your thoughts and feelings, the idea that you can control everything or everyone around you is unrealistic. It can be very stressful when you try to live your life like a movie script where you expect everyone around you to follow the script that is in your head. Soon as someone deviates from your script, it infuriates you. Since nobody but you know what's in your mind, you might finish up selecting to be with weak-minded people so that you can easily manipulate them into doing what you want of them. The trouble is that during that time, you may develop codependency with the other person. Another possibility is that you might pick a needy person who is willing to be told what to do. And because you want to control everything, it might bring you to having to manage your life as well as theirs. Imagine a scene where your partner tries to help you, but every time he does so, you get angry because it's not done your way. Over time, this situation will drain you because the people surrounding you will become so afraid of your outburst that they will fear making their own decisions. They will prefer waiting for your instructions, losing in the process their sense of initiative. In the end, you will finish up doing everything for everyone, which will be very exhausting. And remember, since everything keeps changing, this kind of situation may give you a false sense of security, as it may work for a while, but sooner or later, your relationship or you will fall apart. Challenge number four. You may have been conditioned to feel guilty at a young age. Sometimes when we grow up in a low-income family, with lots of children, the parents may have tried to ration the limited amount of resources 
And one of their tactics could be to make you feel guilty if you take too much. Challenge number five. You don't want to feel pressured to reciprocate. For a giver, it is a pleasure to give what the other person needs, no matter the circumstance. However, for some, they may not be in a position where they can reciprocate, and so they don't want to accept to receive just because they don't want to feel obliged to give back. Challenge number six, you might resent or be jealous of the person that wants to give you something. In this case, no matter what is given to you, you will not have any room in your heart to receive gracefully. You might scorn at the offering or make fun of the giver's choice. Challenge number seven, you're a little too proud and prefer pretending that all is well. The trouble here is that most of the time, your actions will not match your words. It may become evident for your loved one to notice you need help, and soon as they try giving you a hand with something, you will push them away. Challenge number eight, it requires a dose of vulnerability to have the courage to say, hey, I need help here. The truth is that most givers love to help, but we don't know until someone has the courage to say something. Sadly, many giving souls wait until they are in a hospital bed before daring to ask. Challenge number nine. You give for power or as a mean to control. And because you give from that place, when you receive, you feel someone is trying to manipulate you in some ways. So you reject their attempt to give. Challenge number 10. You have a poverty mindset. When you live in lack, no matter how much you earn, you feel there's never enough time, money, and resources. And usually, underneath the feeling of not enough, you may also feel you are not enough, and therefore you don't deserve to receive. As you can see, there are many reasons why so many of us find it challenging to receive. I also believe there is plenty of other reasons. However, I pick these 10 challenges because I've experienced them. Yes, at one point in my life, I was a poor receiver. I was trying to do everything myself and did not accept other people's help easily. Having to return to my ex-husband and ask for his help in providing shelter was probably my worst and the best experience in my life. I had to learn to become humble and less pretentious. I also had to learn to depend less on material and more on the spiritual forces. That's when I discovered that receiving is as important as giving. Nature made it that way. In conclusion to this episode, I know that what I've been sharing here is pretty deep stuff and may feel a little abstract. So I'm going to let you assimilate what I've shared and next week I will connect these insights with a situation that forced me to ask deep questions. So please stay tuned for next week's episode 
are you ready to receive? And lastly, I want to thank you again for listening. If you feel that this episode can help a friend, please share it. And stay safe and healthy. And let's chat next week. Have a fabulous day.